0: Season 5, episode 10, The End. This is a good finale. This this is a great episode. and I It might remember, be the
1: best finale.
0: I remember people right after, like the day after we met in school and we all talked about it. And people didn't really like it that much. But I remember defending it and saying this was a fantastic episode. I remember discussing this episode with somebody at some point after it came out. And them saying that it was like unrealistic and, like, why would Larry go back to heaven? And, like, they didn't like that it was, like, completely fake. And I was like, Bye. no, it's it's great that he gets kicked out of heaven. It's, yes. it's well, a fantastic plot point. Correct.
1: It's not realistic and uncorrect. It's amazing episodes. So that person is wrong. Okay. All right. We start out Larry selling Jeff a car, uh, which comes back later. <laughs> The only thing I like, which like Larry does this a lot, but for some reason I wrote it down. is like, you gotta deal my big friend. Like he always has to throw in like big or fat about Jeff. Like yep. there's no reason to say that. Like he's like, you gotta deal my friend, but nope. Got gotta call him his big friend.
0: hmm And the next scene we go to the hospital? Lewis Lewis is out of his coma. Well, I think first they have
1: the argument over the D V D case. Oh they
0: No, they'd have it afterwards. Mm-hmm. You sure?
1: Positive. Okay. All right. We'll go to Lewis Lewis. Lewis Lewis woke up from his coma. He's
0: very refreshed. He is fantastic in this scene. <laughs> he,
1: he is good. Um, is the best acting Lewis Lewis has done all season.
0: I love it. He, just, he comes out of a coma and he's on his cell phone, right? He's going to a party. His friends are throwing him a party. The nurse is going with him. <laughs> and he asks out the nurse. Yeah. And she says yes. Uh, why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he? Uh, why wouldn't she? He's uh, a really suave guy. And, Lewis.
1: and he even call he calls Larry out for showing up because he's like, we don't know each other. It's great. But well,
0: Larry has an excuse, right? Well, he does a lot of volunteer work. He always has. He he visits people at the hospital <laughs> to bring them cheer. The ones in the comas. <laughs> exactly. And then he runs into Richard Lewis in the hallway. In this weird dark blue hallway. Yeah. There's nobody exactly. In the hospital. Why
1: he gets off on that floor and it has that lighting? Um. Yeah. It is odd.
0: Why is little... it overly dramatic.
1: And this is making it seem like Lewis at this point is like stuck in a hospital. But later on, he's at home when Larry offers to give him the kidney. So that's a little odd, too, I think.
0: Maybe Lewis was at the hospital visiting Lewis Lewis. Doesn't seem like he was. <laughs> he was uh, just wandering through a dark hallway. Uh, and uh, then we go home and then there's the argument about the DVD case. Oh, because Larry right. starts out the argument by saying that he's actually not close friends with Richard Lewis. <laughs> I did, I must have missed that. Did he say that? He said, "I'm not really close friends with him. I mean, I've only I've known him for about forty five years, but we're like an acquaintance. <laughs> How did I not close friends? I must have not been paying attention to be in that argument. That's, that's <laughs> we're not I'm known for forty five years. And Cheryl's we're... just not paying attention at all because she's obsessed with this DVD case for The Sopranos. For The Sopranos, Larry has a system, though. Yeah, I don't know if that's really a system. Is it a system? That's definitely
1: not a system." I mean, it's not... But but if it's not a system, what is it? It's not nothing.
0: It's a, it's a move. It's a maneuver. It's a move. I might call it a system, to be honest. It's a system needs more than one step, right? I don't
1: know if it does. It, the system works. It doesn't need more than one step if one step solves it. Like, I don't think it's a system to buy spares. That's just, like... That's a losing system. That's not even trying
0: to do it right. That's not a system, either.
1: Right. Well, that's what uh, Sasha Baron Cohen and... Uh, Dustin Hoffman think
0: that's Dustin Hoffman's so-called system yeah I don't know if there is a system for DVD cases but whatever it is whatever Larry does I don't think is a system
1: all right fair enough so he gets a call from Omar Jones he is adopted officially officially adopted he is looks like he's thrilled Uh, Uh, I'd say so right speechless on the elevator runs to Cheryl uh, in a dressing room where she is trying on clothes and tells her
0: somehow he knew she was there
1: exactly and the next thing we know he he's on a plane correct
0: yeah you gotta love the no-name airline that he flies
1: right well what i liked is the flight attendant saying there's nowhere to switch sir it's a full plane and the seat right next to him is open
0: <laughs>
1: yeah did you recognize uh, who that was the flight attendant yeah i recognized her as being familiar but i couldn't place her and i didn't look it up she is
0: the head of the sweetums foundation
1: oh Wow! Yes.
0: You also might have recognized her because she hosted the TV special "World's Funniest Commercials" in 2006, 2007, and 2008. Three-year run. Um, no, I don't think I watched any of those years or any other years. She but Jessica Wicks from the Sweetums Foundation. That's
1: what's gonna ask your name, Jessica Wicks. Okay, yes, it is her. Good call. I knew she was familiar. Um, <laughs> I also like Larry's whole like argument about how he can't do the plane; he's gonna choke under pressure. And <laughs> if I do this. I, I can't do it. We will go down.
0: Down. <laughs> yeah. uh, I like to, I cannot be of any help whatsoever in any kind of non-traditional landing. <laughs> Not just, or traditional landing.
1: He can't be of help in anything.
0: Yeah, but he, he mirrors her her, uh, her speech there, where she calls it a non-traditional landing. Because oh. you don't want to call it a crash, right? oh
1: i missed that and not right you don't want to call it a in a non-traditional, a non-traditional.
0: <laughs> and even better
1: is after she's gone how he keeps talking to himself like in rapid fire like do you pull down this how do you pull down do you have
0: to be strong i don't even know you know also would you wait until three minutes before takeoff to raise this concern exactly and then um to the
1: woman next to him he's like you're not chinese <laughs> what are you thai yeah you're thai i knew it <laughs> it's just it's like such a good like rapid fire monologue by larry that whole thing uh
0: he also claims that he doesn't drink to the stewardess which is uh, patently false because we've seen him drink numerous times on the show uh and we also learned that he chokes under pressure when he does free throws apparently
1: <laughs> he would miss the rim completely
0: anytime within the last five minutes of a game
1: before then i think he's a good foul shooter that's what he's implying
0: i guess <laughs> uh,
1: but, we'll but not last five minutes so he meets his dad who is dressed exactly like him down to the shoes and glasses exactly he he meets his family a little bit and gets the realization of a lifetime that oh my god i'm gentile
0: <laughs> i love the, the deep religious music that pipes in and then the slow pan to the jesus painting
1: yep it the look on larry's face is his whole life is like everything he believes in is, is different now he doesn't know how to, nothing's the same
0: and now we see we come from fake jew larry two episodes ago to gentile larry in this episode exactly <laughs>
1: um gentile larry is great um his christian outfit i mean his, his outfit walking around town is great with the fanny pack the high socks the t-shirt
0: the hat the shorts that are too big it, it, everything
1: actually um he loves going to church. I mean, that's more fun than he's ever had in a synagogue.
0: Did you notice what it said on his shirt? TGIF. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very un-Larry. Fantastic. Uh,
1: yeah, that, that is not a Larry David wardrobe. I, I i would agree.
0: The weird thing about this scene for me is the first two people when they introduce him as their son don't immediately say, I didn't know you had a son. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, he's like, he's like 60 years old. Yeah. <laughs> yes the the, the, the the those are good points the third guy brings it up so that's good those are good points yeah so at
1: least one of them they couldn't all say the same thing They've got got kind of have different lines
0: i mean it should be a common thing right oh who's the 60 year old oh this is my son oh okay cool great so what was your favorite
1: larry david chore did you like him fixing a roof or <laughs> sliding under a car to fix
0: an engine with grease all over his face they, they were all good. The the hunting was good. Uh, I actually liked uh, Larry doing horseback riding. Yeah. Uh, and he was surprising. Like, you can't fake that. He was surprisingly good at horseback riding. Oh, that was real, you mean? He was really on a horse, it looked like, unless they did some digital effects.
1: If that was real, then yes, he did look good. I, I, I like the fishing scene where he catches, like, the smallest fish, and then both <laughs> of them take baseball bats
0: out <laughs> and wallop it. Yeah, do you, do you hit fish with a baseball bat? I, I actually think you do if they don't die, I've never actually been fishing, so, well,
1: I ha- I have been, and like I'm pretty sure that's normal. But I don't think you need both of you with fish that small, with like just like keep <laughs> keep batting it down. Larry stomps on with his foot, also. Yeah, he know.
0: does. Is it a Gentile thing to drink with a backwards hat on?
1: I have no idea. But Larry drinks now; he can chug a whole shot in a beer. Yes, he can. I
0: also like roof repair. That was good. Roof, I, actually, Roof Repair was good. I liked him under the car the best. Like, what the? What is he doing down there? He has no idea what he's doing. So, my, my favorite part about this whole thing is that in the next scene, Larry is caught off guard by them saying grace. Right. Which implies that all of those things they did in one day because this is the first time they've eaten together. <laughs> exactly. This is their first dinner. And also, I'm pretty sure he's had that grace conversation
1: with like Cheryl's parents before about what to do. I kind of remember that, like Cheryl's mom like telling him like where to point and stuff.
0: Did you like the meal they were having? <laughs> it looked
1: delicious. I saw some steamed broccoli and carrots, corn uh, on the cob.
0: Steak and milk. It's a beautiful, beautiful exactly. Gentile food to eat.
1: It's exactly. My type of food right there.
0: And on the return flight home, Larry is a changed man.
1: He just wants a gin and tonic, and he's he's ready to go.
0: It's a nice day for a flight. <laughs> That's that such a good line. It just sums it up. That is such a nice day for a
1: flight. You know what that reminds me of? Um, is uh, season four, episode five, when he uh, has to like fake apply at country club with Cheryl. It's mm-hmm. like the same demeanor. Totally. Yeah.
0: Um, you know, they had okay. it at a, at a Reagan convention, right? <laughs> he's got a schooner down at the marina. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> we bring in a captain when it's windy. <laughs> Uh, one of the best. Okay, he, he gets home. Sure on Cheryl,
1: I want to have children, lots
0: of them. <laughs> Cheryl, I'm home. Just the change, Larry is fantastic. Cheryl, I'm home. Uh, yeah, I almost wish I did more of Larry with that. Like, I,
1: more of the episode could have been like Gentile Larry. I think
0: it really could have been. Um, okay, he he goes into surgery. Well, first of all, he can't borrow the putter from Richard Lewis. He
1: cannot borrow the putter, which seems a little selfish of Lewis, I must say.
0: You can see a little bit of the old Larry David peeking through. before but he catches himself. He catches himself. He does. He does. Because he... what would Jesus do? <laughs> what would Jesus do? <laughs> uh, uh, then he goes into the surgery, and Daryl is there. And this is before The Office, I'm pretty sure. So this is before Daryl had any real roles, I think. hmm
1: uh, yep, Daryl's there, who calls Lewis out on the putter on the way to the surgery. <laughs> good, good job, Daryl. <laughs> Somehow, Omar Jones catches Larry <laughs> on his way into surgery. And decides to tell him this. How did he know he was there? Did Larry just, like, call around and say, I'm going into surgery?
0: Maybe he called Cheryl, and Cheryl told him. Who knows? Okay,
1: fine, fine. He was not adopted. It was all a mistake. Larry is a Jew from
0: Brooklyn. So, Larry starts protesting and screaming, I don't want to do it. Do yeah. they still go through the with the procedure if somebody is doing that? Probably
1: not. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, it's voluntary. They can't force you to have surgery against your will. I don't think like that. I didn't think so. Um, that but... said, I, I I do bet it's somewhat common that like people at the end probably kind of freak out a little bit, and, like so. Like they pro- they probably they were supposed to, like coax him into it, but
0: I don't know. I, I wouldn't think they could like force him. Who knows. Who knows? We, we should have a doctor on the show to really verify these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we come to the scene after the surgery. Richard Lewis is doing great. He's on the beach. I've always hated that scene. He's on the I beach don't know with... why. It just
1: bothers me. Like I wanted to believe that Lewis was a good person. Mm-hmm. And this scene just always bothers me. They're like, Larry is dying in a hospital and Lewis is on the beach. I don't like it.
0: I mean, it's supposed to be that Lewis turns out great and Larry doesn't, but I yeah, get I it. See, I, see you, I see what you. I see what you mean.
1: Lewis could be in the hospital room with
0: him. It just makes me lose a
1: lot of respect. He's all about friend. Lewis is the only one who's like always preaching friendship, and we have so many years. And we've been together, and I do stuff for you. Like you're right. Lewis should be there. I'd sooner see it be Jeff who'd be on the beach actually than Lewis. But uh,
0: but Lewis, you're right. Lewis Lewis should be. I, at he the should.
1: bedside. That's okay. Um, I've hated that scene. We get to Larry on his deathbed, and he has quite a few good lines that he likes to depart
0: to people. He has lots of things he has to say to people, uh, or, or at what, least the people in the room.
1: What what what's the best one?
0: There's there's so many. Um, I, I do much. like the interchange, uh, the exchange. Uh, you really lowballed me on the car, and then Jeff just says, "I must have looked in the <laughs> wrong book." That's my first one. I looked in the
1: wrong book.
0: There's only one blue book. There aren't other just.
1: Kelly blue books that have car values um uh, too much mayo is great
0: too much mayo is m- maybe one of my top three favorite <laughs> curb lines you don't I've never to t- that you don't the there's already mayo in the tuna salad you don't need to put mayo <laughs> on the bread rejecting Susie is great yeah
1: um uh, asking Cheryl if it's okay if he fools around in heaven is great mm-hmm. Especially because it's a callback to Season 4, Episode 9, when they renew their vows. And Larry only wants to do it through death, not through
0: eternity. Uh, Cheryl should should have expected this. Because the same rabbi is there for that episode. It's such a call. It's, it's perfect. Um, And then he brings up the missing Sopranos DVD cover once again. And then he has the system.
1: Can't let it go. Um, We also see the whole montage of people getting mad at Larry throughout
0: So I wonder something. This is like exactly at the 30 minute mark of the episode. Is it? Yeah, it's exactly at 30 minutes, right when uh, Larry dies. It's like just around 30 minutes. And I wonder if uh, they told people if it was going to be an extended episode or not.
1: Oh, you think so? You think they just put it out like they didn't tell people it was extended and people think it ends with him dying?
0: i've I've always thought that one of the like best things that a television show could do is either go long or go short, and that it's very difficult to create surprise within a show if you know it's gonna end in an hour or thirty minutes uh because some... you can look at the clock and know like, oh well, it looks like it's wrapping up but there are twenty minutes left, so something has to happen you're right that I completely agree with
1: that theory, but it's not undone um like the h b o and showtime shows like the hours like they vary a lot. Like some of them will go 15 minutes. Some of them will go an hour. Like they're not always that consistent.
0: So I wonder if they almost surprised the audience by going a little longer than 30 minutes when everyone was expecting 30 and this going to heaven bit was a tack on. And people might've thought the season wasn't going to end with Larry quote unquote dying. Interesting. I had not thought about that at all.
1: That That's a good theory though.
0: I think it would be great. I've actually always thought it would be fantastic if a drama, if a drama show, uh, if it was uh, either they cut it one episode short, like the finale was the episode before the finale, or the finale was actually double length, and <laughs> one episode ended, and then they just went right into the next episode.
1: The second one would be better. The second one would be better. Much better. It's can you imagine, more realistic. This is so off topic. now. Can you imagine if Breaking Bad ended an episode early?
0: People would have flipped the fuck out. We would have gone crazy thinking we'd one more episode. But how surprised would you have been? I, yeah, I wouldn't have been surprised at the point at the
1: how would I because like I wouldn't have thought it was over. I would have thought there'd be an episode next week.
0: Just like with with television, it's very very difficult to create surprise. Uh, with movies, it's so much easier because you don't have any sense of how far or how far along you are in the movie.
1: No, no, I, 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 I get I get what you're saying. Um so is that why you think Arrested Development season four was varying lengths, just trying to create su- surprise?
0: No, no, thirty
1: seven minute episodes. No. Uh, unfortunately. Uh, it, was, yeah. it was not. Um, so that, that's a good theory. Um, I will take that into consideration I, for the rest of my life. Greenberg's theory of television surprise. All right. So Larry dies. He floats up. He sees as soon as um,
0: as
1: <laughs> as soon as, uh, he dies, there is great bickering throughout the land. Jap and Susie do not want to pay Cheryl the $5,000. Cheryl immediately asks the business manager how much money she's going to get. And Larry just goes, eh, and I just can, goes up to heaven.
0: I just kind of love that they're all arguing about things that Larry would argue about. Uh, it just kind of goes to show that it's not all Larry. And he's almost fueled in these arguments by the people that he surrounds himself with. That's that's a good way of looking at it. He uh, does have to have a foil to his argument. Exactly. It, it's not it's not by coincidence that Larry hangs around these people. Because they're actually kind of similar to him. In good. many ways. and And they fuel the crazy rants that he goes into.
1: Good point. So... In heaven, he is greeted by Ollie G and Dustin Hoffman. Rain Man. Exactly.
0: Um, I think that Larry with hair looks a lot like Henry Winkler.
1: That's very believable.
0: I uh, I don't know if I would have said that, but I, I see I see where you're going. Every time I see it, it's like the first thing I think of. He looks a lot like he looks a lot like old Fonzie. And okay. I like that he's wearing the white version of the classic Larry outfit. Oh, was he? I didn't even notice what he was wearing. He's wearing actually. a white blazer, a white, like a white casual button down and some like off white slacks. You don't see what shoes he's wearing. Heaven seems like a great place for Larry.
1: I mean, you don't have to go to the bathroom. There's golf. Mm hmm. He's going to work out great hair.
0: Aside from his mom yelling at him. That, that's true about a variety of things
1: but people yell at him on earth every day like this is only one person yelling at him
0: now everyone yells at him on earth i love that ben hogan says that sex offender had a great tip for you <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> just one of my favorite things like but ben hogan was watching him have play golf with the sex offender and he's like yeah yes. that sex offender knows what he's talking about that's a great line is ben hogan a real person yeah he's a, he's a great golfer he's a, so he's not dead Ben Hogan, I believe, is a deceased golf player. But he wasn't deceased when he shot this because he was a live actor. Oh no, that's that's an actor playing Ben Hogan, just like that. Okay, an that's actress.
1: what I wasn't sure because I real I I was like, this can't be a real famous person because they'd be dead if they're dead. Okay, yeah, they didn't
0: get the real Marilyn Monroe either. For that
1: game. I knew. I just didn't know who Ben Hogan was.
0: Yeah, uh, they weren't going to choose an alive golf person like to be a dead person on the show. So. What I
1: noticed when they're talking about uh, Marilyn Monroe is that uh, they say he's a fan of Seinfeld. And Larry says, "Oh, she's a big fan of the Seinfeld show." Right. Mm-hmm. So I've noticed this a few times. Everyone kind of noticed this. Here's a theory that just hit me. That's probably way off, but Larry, every single time it comes up, calls it the Seinfeld show. Right. Mm-hmm. He never says Seinfeld. He says the Seinfeld show. It happens. I mean, not like it doesn't come up that often, but every time it happens, right?
0: Mm-hmm. He does He does talk about his Seinfeld jacket a few times.
1: Okay, he calls it the Seinfeld show many, many times, right? Okay. I don't think anyone else refers to it as that, like, in the world. Like, who would call it the Seinfeld show? Um, my theory is he doesn't want to just call it Seinfeld because he wants to, like, separate the show from Jerry Seinfeld. Not, like, to be mean to Jerry, but to, like, to give himself and other people credit. Like, if you just call it Seinfeld, it's so synonymous with only Jerry. We saved the Seinfeld show. Oh, that's a TV show. I created the Seinfeld show. That's my theory.
0: That's interesting. All yeah, right. I don't know. I'd have to go back and look to see to make sure that every time he says, "It may the not Seinfeld be a hundred percent of the time," but I know he does it much more often than not,
1: and it it jumps out of me every time because, like, i never heard anyone refer to it as the Seinfeld show.
0: Interesting. You know, that's like. It. People who I don't know it brings to mind like uh, Steve Jobs always used to call it iPhone instead of the iPhone. About the yeah, only person who would do be that. be
1: like an insider thing also. It's that that's possible.
0: The way that the way that he internalizes the name of the show that he created. Yes, that is very possible. But I think in
1: some subconscious level, it's like something about not having it be all Jerry. That that's my that's my theory. Interesting. Okay. Anyway, back to heaven. Larry's now kicked out. He's not ready.
0: No. The, the whole scene with, with Sasha Baron Cohen and Dustin Hoffman they play the roles so great uh, all the i don't i don't know how much of that was actually improv like seven pieces of pizza at camp <laughs> and you don't need socks and underwear but the, the, like all the lines are classic and they're they're just so great together they uh, they're
1: very good i, I agree they're good guys
0: and really dustin hoffman takes the lead here but sasha baron cohen does a good job too i actually think baron cohen's better He's really subtle. He just gets those like digs. Yeah, in. I think he's. Yeah, I, I like
1: his lines better. Uh, I
0: love that uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's really tall and Dustin Hoffman's really short. Exactly. And Larry was right in the middle. Uh, that's, that's, uh, that that's that was fun to look at too.
1: That that's why they're the guides. You have to have an average height. All three of you.
0: So Larry's not ready. He's um, not ready. He I, wakes up. I do like their. I do subtly like their conversation about it it's not interesting to watch people folding clothes on TV (laughs) while he's folding clothes.
1: I actually did not even think about that.
0: I just love little meta jokes like that.
1: (laughs) I I completely miss that by the end. Uh, Yeah. He gets he Then he gets a wheelchair out from Daryl, which is a great callback to the second episode of the season, the the bow tie.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, then you wait,
1: you wait, then you wait. Larry's learned nothing.
0: Absolutely nothing. (laughs) And then he gets out of the wheelchair, (laughs) walks into the bathroom. (laughs) Larry's not a change man at all. Uh, It's such a great way to end the season. Same Larry David. I love this episode. It's great because season five was really
1: not the best season, especially after four, like three and four were both so good. Mm -hmm. And then like five was kind of down. And then it kind of reboots with uh, the blacks in season six. But like this ended five really strong. Like even if the whole season was kind of uneven, it had a great finale, so it's not like a throwaway completely.
0: It just, like, almost felt like Larry had this great idea about him possibly being <laughs> adopted and wanted to do a whole season about it, and it really should have just been, like, four episodes.
1: Well, right, I and mean, it kind of was just four episodes. It's actually, like, basically just the first one and this one. There was very little in between about him being adopted at all.
0: But that that's the best plot of the season. That's really what makes this season so great. Or, that's the only good parts of this season.
1: Yeah, I mean, there were, there were there, I mean, there were episodes that were decent, there were good jokes in probably every episode, but I'm with you. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't a good, the best
0: season. Season 5 finale, great episode. Great episode. (laughs)